Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Why does making friends as an adult feel so what hard? What should I wear on a first date? What the date? hell is a foreign But that Why hookup was not good. What so do I want my life to look like in five years? We, we want to know too. Since 2012, the Every Girl has been an online destination to help women around the world achieve the life of their dreams. Now, we're excited to bring you the same inspiring content with the Every Girl Podcast. Welcome back to the Every Girl Podcast. We have a very special bonus episode today. We are going to be talking all things summer fashion and everything that you need to know to be the most stylish friend in your friend group this season. I'm here with my friend and the fashion editor of the Every Girl, Madeline Galassi. Maddie, welcome back to the show. Hello. Thank you. I'm so excited to be doing this again. (laughs) This is so hard (laughs) when me and Maddie do this because we cannot take anything seriously. Like I cannot do this with you like and be so serious. Josie and I are very good friends also. So, you know, getting to turn the conversation. We are silly and it's lovely. But it's hard when we have to do serious things like meetings, podcast recordings. It gets to be a little difficult because it's hard to It is. Especially when I'm looking at you like this, it's hard to (laughs) not crack up a little. So hopefully we we can keep that steady. Like little losers. Oh, we're professional gals. We're professional gals. I was just telling Maddie about my vocal warm-ups and my, I go like this, woo, to get my voice all warmed up. So everybody yeah, has that insight. It makes sense that Josie would do that because something fun to know about Josie is she believes, I will not confirm nor deny, but she believes she's a really good singer. <laughs> so I'm sure she, I'm sure she's Maddie. doing those voice warmups every day. <laughs> you bring this up way too much. Okay, wait, you should tell everybody about the, what is it? The Adele versus Celine Dion. <laughs> okay. Josie denies this. And I confirmed this with several other people who were there last week. A few years ago, we were in the office. It was pre-COVID when we were in the office normally. And Josie was singing. She used to sit at her desk and play music and sing for like hours. And (laughs) one one afternoon, she was like, can you put on a little Celine Dion? I feel like my voice is most similar to hers. (laughs) And everyone was like, okay, Josie. And she denies that she says that. Well, she says that she said that she said it about Adele, but like, is that better? Adele's another phenomenal singer. This is slander. The fact that you keep going with this story is slander because... I know I have a bad voice. My family makes fun of me all the time for a bad voice. I just meant like the pitch in which I can hit and it feels good. It's the same as Celine Dion. <laughs> I also did not say Celine Dion. Celine Dion is a queen. I would, but I don't know any of her music. I know like the Titanic song and that's it. So like it, it, that's what it you asked Adele. to play. <laughs> Literally, no, I have, I have, I know four people you have the corroborating my story. Yeah, Whatever. so Josie, Josie, that's a side of her that you don't know. But maybe you should sing sometimes. I don't. Maybe know. should I start singing? Should I tell them? The yeah, you have people? the platform. <laughs> 
I am a bad singer. I'm putting it out there. My voice is so bad that actually, well, this is going to be a side tangent, but I really, when I was a kid, I was like, I'm going to be on Broadway. I'm amazing. My voice is so good. And then I was in fifth grade. I was in a rendition of Oklahoma. I was cast as farm girl number three. My brother, my little brother told me that he overheard my parents joking about how bad my voice was. And that is how I learned that I have a bad voice. Until then, I did think that I was amazing. You want to know how I learned? Yeah. At my middle school, this is worse because it was public, okay? Okay. I was the same. Everyone who was anyone in middle school did the play. And the play this year was The Wizard of Oz. And everyone like tries out. All the cool kids are in the play. And I was literally out of like 200 kids in this play, the one single person who got cut completely. <laughs> Wait, I love this story. Wasn't it like a no cut play? And, and they just said, maybe not for you, Maddie. I was the single, like every one of my friends was at least a munchkin. They had like three <laughs> dozen munchkins. And I'm like, you couldn't have thrown me in there and so like a loser I then went and did stage crew where I was like I needed to just cut ties at that point I didn't need to be on the outskirts you know but that phase did end quickly I let that go after sixth grade which was the correct choice but a hard one a hard one to make that's really sad I mean that's the day that you don't even get cast as a munchkin is a really I mean that's a blow to I know sometimes you gotta you gotta Hear no, I guess. I don't know. I guess maybe I'm better for it. (laughs) You got to take the L. My parents are like, listen, you got a lot of talents, but that is not one of them. And that is true. It's really sad though. There's no way that of 200 people, you were the worst. Like maybe you weren't the, like maybe you were like 150th of on the list of good people, but like they could have given you like a swaying tree, you know, like, some right. I think it was also because I was the youngest grade that like they were like this girl can handle it where they're gonna let like an older kid do it first. Yeah. But like it was a dagger. It was a dagger yeah. to the heart yeah. for me. Tell yourself that. So we have that in common. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just because I was young. We do that. We're both like time. right. They're like, <laughs> she's just too young for this. She has so much talent, but she has time. Let her vocal cords develop a little, you know? Okay. Well, Now that we have that out of the way, let's go to what you really are talented with, which is fashion. Oh, thank you. And let's dive into the topic here. (laughs) So I'm such a sucker for summer fashion. Like you cannot beat fashion in the fall. Obviously, like that's the peak. But fashion in the summer just has my heart because it's like fun, easy, not serious. Obviously, being in LA, I have to just try really hard at summer fashion. So let's dive into the trends. I want you to give us all maybe like three of the top trends people have got to try and how to try it. So let's start with number one. What is like the trend that you are most excited about this summer? Great. Yeah. So I feel the same. I'm in Chicago. So I'm same boat. Fall fashion is always going to be the most exciting, but summer just, you know, when you can finally take off your coat and just go outside and like a tank top and jeans, it's the dream. And we're just about there here in Chicago. So Super excited. The first trend that I would like to dive into is less of a trend and more so I would say in the realm of the aesthetics we've been seeing as of late, which is this quiet luxury that everyone's talking about. It really got brought to the forefront of conversations a few weeks ago during Gwyneth Paltrow's trial. 
And it definitely has come on the tail of the recession and people taking a little bit of a step back from fast fashion and being a little smarter with their money. But this quiet luxury vibe is something that we're going to continue to see. We've seen really prominent designers be taking this road rather than like the logo mania that was so prevalent a couple years ago. Um, So like the row, Bottega, Kate, it's all this idea of this quiet luxury that is essentially just elevated basics. And especially in the summer months when you can go outside in just a really good pair of jeans and a tank top and sandals and call it a day, we're going to be seeing a lot more of that than the more out-of-the-box styles that might have been more at the forefront, especially post-COVID when people were first getting out of the house and being like, I just want to wear the craziest thing. We've kind of seen it now come full circle back to this idea of quiet luxury and really just really good basics being paired together. I love that. So that's like, like instead of just kind of like some crazy floral tank, it's like a really nice structure tee. And like, that's the vibe of like, it's just nice pieces, basics. Yeah, just like a, it's almost like the idea of how we, we talk a lot about on the site about capsule wardrobes. It's kind of that idea where rather than a fast fashion, you know, more trendy piece that is going to have a shorter life cycle, it's people investing in maybe a white tank that they know that they're going to wear constantly and be able to pair with everything in their wardrobes. And it's, it's a lot more minimal. I wouldn't say it's quite minimalism, but it's just like, I don't know if you see sheer looks on TikTok at all. I kind of feel like they have quiet luxury and nailed down to a T where it's just like really solid classic silhouettes, really solid pieces mm-hmm. paired together in a more timeless way than we have been seeing as of late. And I think that we're going to continue to be on this train for a while, like I said, because of the current state of the economy and shopping and what people are looking for at this point in time. You can also see it. I think that a really good example of it is when Coachella pictures surfaced last week, where celebrities usually do like really hardcore festival wear. We were seeing people like Kendall Jenner just in jeans and a tank top. That's so true. It's much more understated than it used to be. And I think that summer is just the the time that we're going to see it the most because there are so many opportunities to fall into that realm of like capsule dressing and really easy dressing. I love that. I'm so happy to know that that's like in and that's the thing because I've been thinking about like, my, I'm such a hoarder, especially with like clothes. Like I have so yeah, many that same. I never wear. I know as so many people, like that's just how it goes. And even like, if I'm going to go on a trip, I just feel the need of like, I got to go to Zara and buy new things. Like I can't just have yeah. normal old clothes, but I waste so much money buying clothes that I'll wear like once and never again. So I'm, I'm like, let me pare down my wardrobe, do like the capsule thing, like we talk about on the Evergirl. And like spend more money on like nicer jeans, nicer t-shirts, nicer sweaters, like things that I will always just wear. So I love, I didn't even know that was a trend. And how funny that Ultra kicked that all off. Yeah, it really was a conversation. She's a funny one to talk about it with because, you know, luxury is a little subjective, but hers, whatever, what she was wearing truly was just like, very understated pieces from really high-end brands, obviously, whether that isn't how the normal person is going to interpret it. But I think that something that sets it apart too is right now anyway, is that, you know, rather than having like 
basics being incorporated into your outfits. It's them all being paired together in the same outfit, which I think is really cool. I think that we're going to continue to see it grow a lot in how people make it their own because obviously it is not no no realm of fashion is one size fits all and i think that a really cool aspect of it is there's a really heavy emphasis on vintage and secondhand pieces where it's going to be like a great pair of jeans that you could have got at a thrift store from the 90s love rather than the old way of thinking that like everything has to be new all the time so yeah that is something that has been We've definitely been seeing it, but I think it's really hitting its stride for the summer season. I love that. And so, because that's, I think, an important thing that you just said too about it is that even though it's called like, what what is it called? Luxury, what'd you call Quiet it? Quiet luxury. Quiet luxury, which like how freaking chic is that? Like that's so, <laughs> right? the perfect way to explain it. But luxury obviously means different things to different people. So for some people that mean might mean certain brands and having like all like designer brands and fine. For other people, that might mean like going to find like a really nice like vintage Levi's that's like super structured and then having, you know, like a $50 t-shirt that they're going to wear over and over and over again instead of kind of buying like a bunch of like this top from H&M, this top from Zara, like mixing a bunch of stuff, which is what I've been doing and kind of the way I'm rethinking my closet. So that's, I think really, I honestly feel like that saves money in the long run, even though it's called like luxury and that feels like expensive and out of touch. I feel like it saves you money because you are investing in pieces that you don't want to just get rid of after the season. Right. And I think that your example of like having a trip or an event coming up and wanting to go out and buy something, I think that this is going to help phase that out a little because the idea would be that you have such a good selection of basics in your closet that you can create different looks for whatever your schedule has upcoming rather than going to buy the shirt from Zara or H&M that you're going to wear once on this vacation and then forget you have. So I do think it's, I mean, it's everything that, you know, we promote again with the capsule wardrobe where it's better for the environment. It's better for spending. It's better for a lot of things. So it's really cool that that is, is trending, especially amongst people like Kendall Jenner, Gwyneth Paltrow. It, is a really widespread approach to getting dressed right now. I feel like the like the celebrity trial is like the new influencer marketing. Like if I were a fashion yeah. brand, I would just send all of my marketing money into whatever celebrity is on trial. Like that. Yeah. That's the way what to do had it. a moment. Brands. She yeah, had a moment. Right. Like that was oh my gosh, she looked everybody great. in her clothes. She looked so good. I mean, that I know she like she I didn't even know that was a thing. But for me, that sparked something in me that I didn't know existed of like a passion for like chic, simple luxury fashion. So like, yeah, honestly, fashion brands take note. Yeah, right. Invest in in celebrities that are on trial. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, there's always one, right? There's always one, a hundred percent. Yeah. Okay. So that is such a good one. I love that one, especially for summer. What is the second trend you are most excited about? Okay. I'm about to shock you because this is kind of the opposite again of everything we've been seeing post COVID. But one of the biggest color trends for the summer is black, which ordinarily you would not associate black with summer, but we're seeing it incorporated into very quintessentially summer pieces and textures like crochet, knit, maxi dresses. And 
it has been trending for all of 2023. Black is definitely in, in terms of the colors that we're seeing right now. But yeah, for the summer, it is one of the, the top colors, which is unexpected and really cool and really wearable. And again, I think goes to that quiet luxury thing because who there's always going to be a place in your closet for something that you get in black, where if you get something that, you know, another color right now that's really big is cobalt, which like love, but who knows if you're going to like cobalt next year. So black, black is really in and like how chic, like a a black, like maxi dress with a straw bag, a tan, like for a nice summer patio dinner. Oh my God. Fantastic. Yeah. yeah. No, it's so, and like black is, it. it is very like luxurious looking, even if it's a $5 tank top, it's like black, a black tank and like jeans, like that's chicer than like a white tank because it just like looks crisper or something. Yeah. When you peruse all of the summer collections for different brands right now, you see a lot more black than you normally would. And it really just works. I think that it's, it's a nice effect to have it during a season where it isn't usually super prevalent. Like obviously fall and winter, we see a ton of black all the time, but there are definitely a wider range of pieces available in black colorways right now, which is really cool. I've, I'm usually not a big wearer of the color black, but I've been wearing more of it lately and I feel really into it, especially with how much you can customize it. Like a black dress with like my gold jewelry just really looks good, you know? No complaints it, it makes it from so me. Easy, yeah, hundred percent. It's like one of the easier trends of like, right? Everyone has black in their closet. You can make it look fresh. Wear whatever accessories you want. So I love that. And speaking of Coachella, you just made me think. I did see so much black with Coachella, which normally you don't. Uh-huh. Didn't Kendall Jenner or was that Kylie or whoever wore like all black? Yeah, Kendall did. All black. Kendall did, and it looked so good. Like she was she the one who was in like black jeans and black tank and like a belt. Yeah. 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 All black. Yeah. Right. Kind of another anti-trend trend, trend, you know, just like a basic being really at the forefront of the coolest things you can wear. I love that. And that's how I think people like don't have to go out and buy stuff because most people will have a black mini dress or a black tank top or something. So to just like. A lot can happen in the next three years, like a chatbot, maybe your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com wear that and know that that's on trend really helps my bank account. So I appreciate it. Right? <laughs> Same. <love> it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. What about the third trend? Okay. The third, I'm going to go with 
the sheer trend that we're seeing right now. Ooh, I so like this one. tops, dresses, and this is one that I am excited to talk about because I think at the surface, it sounds really impractical because how you're going to see a lot of celebrities and style influencers wearing it is with like a sheer top or dress with bras showing underneath, which is definitely a way to do it. I think that you can do that in a way that isn't like crazy revealing. It can be super revealing if you want, but I think that you can intentionally wear like a bralette that is nice to be seen underneath under. But something that we're seeing a lot if someone isn't comfortable with that is like, for example, a sheer dress overlay over an already normal outfit. So it's really customizable based on how you want to wear it. And this like airy, breezy, ethereal vibe of it is really, really prevalent right now. And kind of some of it we're seeing, especially after the Daisy Jones craze that has been present because a lot of these like 70s-esque blouses and dresses have that like airy sheer quality to them. So yeah, it adds it adds nice texture. You can add it with like nice pastels that add to that ethereal element that it already provides. And I think that it's something that a lot of people would instinctively want to write off that they should not. Wow. Okay. That is interesting. So like, so obviously I think the like a sheer top over a bralette and like high-waisted jeans. Like I don't love to be revealing, but like I would wear that around my dad. And like, that's how I test out yeah. if things are inappropriate is like, do I feel comfortable wearing this around my father? And I feel like that's like, like if, especially if it's like a, you know, bralette that's like more about, not a crop top, but like more of that vibe than it's like a straight up bra. Like I totally see the difference in that. So where else? So like you said, a, dre- a sheer dress over like a slip dress. Yeah. So I think that that's arguably the easiest way to wear it is just, it's a lot of like overlays. So you can wear like whatever basic slip dress, like more minimal dress you have, and then put that on top and it makes it really wearable. Cute. And so fun for summer. I think that it's a really nice, like I said, it just adds such a beautiful texture and such a unexpected element to something that might otherwise be quite a basic outfit, like a slip dress. Yeah. And that's a good point that it's like a simple thing to do, like just kind of throw a sheer top over a like crop tank top or whatever. And like, it just adds an element. And I also appreciate like a summer layer moment because I get so freaking cold in the air conditioning. So I love any time I can layer in the summer. Yeah. And I think that it also would work for a really hot day too, because you, or if you just live somewhere really hot that you have to be prepared for that because so many of them are like a mesh, a crochet that you can see through. And that obviously isn't going to add any warmth to your outfit, which is helpful. Yes. I love a crochet. Right. I know those, that's for like Daisy Jones. Yeah. Yeah. I just got a crochet dress actually. Ooh, cute. Right. Also, the other question I have for you that I've seen is with the sheer, does this mean that like dresses over pants are back in? It's something that I think we're going to see more and more. Particularly, I wouldn't say like a normal dress, but definitely a sheer one. I think especially over like shorts. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. It is really wearable and... Yeah, I've seen so many that I have I I have a sheer top that I just got for 
for a trip I took and I got like a little like satin bralette that I wore underneath. Ooh, I like and it was satin. It was That's just pretty. like the best. Yeah. Cute. Yeah, I've been wearing it all the time. It's a it's a really good if you're someone who also like struggles with the concept of like a going out top, I know as many do where it's like, what do you wear to a bar on the weekends? I think that that will be the going out top of the summer. Ooh, good tip. You heard it here first, people. Yeah. Going out top of the summer. <laughs> okay, I love it. Yeah. And is there, there's an article, I presume, that is by the time this goes live on the Every Girl where people can go shop this year? Because I think that's a hard one for people to like find. Yes. Yeah. There are so many options to choose from right now. Like truly, no matter what your style is, you can definitely find something, I believe, that falls into the realm of, of the sheer trend of 2023. Love. Probably even like a little like sheer detail. Love. Like I'm sure there are like shirts out there now that have like a sheer back, but like the front's very normal, you know? Or, yeah. Like, I'm sure that there's a lot. Yeah, there's so much. We'll link to that article in the show notes for people who want to go shop because I sure do. And I also want the link to the one that you <laughs> bought, Maddie. So, cause you said me links, so I just buy what you tell me to buy. <laughs> so I would like that link. Any last thoughts on things you're excited about for fashion of summer 2023? One more that I'm really excited about that is a little also opposite of what we talked about with the quiet luxury is we're still seeing a lot of sequins and metallics being really love trendy for the summer months. Um, Something specifically that I'm really excited about is this idea of party bags being used just in like day-to-day life. Like think the bag that you would ordinarily take out on New Year's Eve, but wearing it on a normal day, like your sparkle little clutch sequins, silvers. And I have a silver bag I have my eye on that I think that I'm gonna get because I'm obsessed with silver right now. But I have a little sequin bag that I usually wear for like birthdays and New Year's Eve and whatnot. And that is something that you're gonna continue to see, which what a fun way to incorporate a little dopamine into your outfit, you know? Oh my God, a little pizzazz, a little some some. Right, right. Yeah, I love that. Okay, I can put like a really chic, like even just like a, like again, going with like the tank top and like dad shorts and sneakers and like party bag, like how freaking cute. Right? Especially again for like going out on a summer night, going to get dinner. You know, you don't have to reserve those for special events anymore, which we love that. That's such a good example of like romanticizing your life. Wear your party bag on a random Tuesday. Right? For sure. I love that. That's so fun. Where else are like sequins and sparkles? Like, is it like going specifically for going out like dresses and tops or are people wearing those in other ways? It's a lot of dre- a lot of dresses and tops, specifically in lighter color palettes to like light pinks, nudes, pastels for the summer. Pretty. Again, a lot of like getting over that mentality that those kinds of things need to be reserved for special events. It's, it's being seen a lot more in every day where I love that. I lo- and I feel like it's very like, tell me somewhere that we're seeing like the sequin sparkle thing all the time is, I don't know about you, but I'm heavily on the Taylor Swift era, TikTok airs tour TikTok, yes. where it's like, you get something sequiny for the airs tour. Well, bonus, you can wear that in normal life now. Do you feel like that was part of the trend or was that trend already happening pre airs tour? It was happening, but I think that we're just seeing so much of it with like 
that happening. Beyonce's tour is about to be happening. You know, people are dressing like that and like posting about it. And so it's allowed it for it to become a little bit more accessible to the average gal, I feel. Yes, which we love that. Yeah. Right. And I feel like it's also like this summer more than any, I feel like is like bachelorette summer. Like every yes, oh my gosh, having a bachelorette party. So I feel like that's a good vibe for it too, is like just fun, girly, feminine, sparkle out there, romanticize your life. Yeah, everyone, I mean, everyone in the office has had bachelorettes lately and has been buying like the sequiny, sparkly pieces for it. And so, you know, it's just not what it used to be where it was like, oh, I'll wear this for the holidays or whatever. It's much more wearable, I think, for a normal weekend than it used to be. Because you're right. Like, I feel like usually sequins I think of unless it's like a costume thing, it's like just holidays. Like holidays are very sequiny. Right. So I like that it's coming back in like fun colors in a summer way, more casual way. And you'll notice it now, like when you go and look at stores online or in person, there is such a wider selection of that than there used to be. So it's a lot of fun. Listen, for gals like you and I, who just really need attention, I think that's like <laughs> right? the trend for like us. Like sequence yeah. on a Tuesday? You got it. Say no more. The office. <laughs> it's going to be like, Maddie, please. Maddie, stop. <laughs> stop wearing sequence to the office. That's oh, so good. God. Oh my God. That makes me so excited. Like those are really fun. And like, I feel like easy trends, like sometimes with trends, I'm like, ah, I'm going to look awful. But I feel like those are like so easy and simple to add into your wardrobe that like everybody can try. Yeah, very wearable. Okay, and I will link two articles on the Evergirl so that you guys can shop them because I know if you're like me, I'm right now like taking notes, gonna go to like H&M <laughs> and buy all of these trends. So we will have some um, options for you guys to go shop. The last question, Maddie, that I would like to wrap up with is I want to know your summer style icon. I have a few options to inspire you if you haven't thought of okay, yours thank you. yet. Here are some for me. You ready? Bridget Bardot, like okay. 70s French chic. I feel like that's so good. So in Amanda Seyfried and Mamma Mia, who's like effortless, oh. island vibes, right? Like that, like chicness, like just doesn't try, woke up like this. Sarah Paxton in Aquamarine, I think is a timeless style oh. icon. <laughs> Tying the long sleeve shirt as a halter top. I mean, creativity, <laughs> creativity points. She has like sexy hair accessories, like beach yeah. style. Another one, Angela Bassett and how Stella got her groove back. It's like a little sexier vibe. So any thoughts? Also, I feel like we also have to talk about the parent trap. Naturally, Mary oh my God, Jessie, yeah, or Elizabeth James. So with all of those, who is your style icon? I think I'm going to go Amanda Seyfried, Mamma Mia. Especially with one. the, not, not to mention another trend, but this coastal cowgirl fad that's going on yes. I feel like is very much in that realm of like the flowy maxi dress and the long hair and the the effortless of it all I just was in Spain a couple weeks ago and when I packed I was like I'm packing as if I will be in Mamma Mia because what better like warm mother vibe you know oh my god you channeled your inner like Sophie I did. I was like air drying my hair. I was oh wearing like God. long flowing dresses, you know, the whole nine. She also does the sparkle and the gimme. Or oh, wait, is that the one? When What do they sing at that part? Oh, yeah, it's yeah. like the gimme, gimme. 
She's using it. It's an excuse to sing, guys. Okay, let me let me use my real voice. Ready? <clears throat> okay. Okay. Give me, give me, give me a man after midnight. <laughs> that was it. Great. That was pretty good. Right? What your like, parents were talking about Adele? Is that you? Are you yeah, on I the Celine? Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Whatever Queen Diva, I sound like I sound like someone. So. It's fine. Okay. But that, yeah. but she, Amanda has, has sparkled. So she like is hitting all of the 2023 trends, honestly, in Mamma Mia. I know. Oh my God. That I need, that reminded me that I need to watch it. I watch it at the start of every summer. And then I'm like, this is what I need to be. Literally. It's my favorite movie. It's like my sexual awakening when she sings. Should I just go through the soundtrack? <laughs> I wasn't jealous before we met. That one is like sexy. Never you know? man that I made his a potential threat. <laughs> You are so going to regret singing on this I episode. I don't know why I took it to high. That was not even how he sings that. It was so good. You said it just like, was honestly, on the spot. I had I a little feeling in my, in my ovaries. Something happened when you sang that. That was not right. No, that was pretty good, Maddie. I think I think you uh, got oh, good singing class too. Wow, we sang on this episode a lot more than I thought we would. We sang. We who could have th- again back to the attention thing. I think that we just can't help ourselves. We can't help ourselves. We're like, if people are listening, we're going to make you listen to us sing. We have a forced audience, basically. We do. I also would like to say something going back on the parent trap thing. I know that that conversation's kind of already been done. Obviously, like Meredith, Chessie, Elizabeth James, all style icons. I feel like some are specifically like great style icons, but Annie and Hallie are underrated. Like they had great outfits too. Oh my God. Yeah. Right. I wrote about that a couple of years ago that it was like parent trap outfit inspiration. And I was like, oh my God, I have to include them too, because especially with like the 90s vibes that, you know. Oh my God. It's all perfection. Good. When you watch that when you were younger, were you like, I'm so Annie or I'm so Hallie? Everybody has their twin that they're more like. Definitely Annie. Yeah, you're an Annie. I could not relate to Hallie. No. Yeah, you, you're a But I could like- relate to Meredith Blake. That was very much me being <laughs> like, that's, I was never like, oh, the villain. I was like, my icon. <laughs> you're like she parker honestly like i would act <laughs> the same if i was like there's a hot man that owns a vineyard and he's like dennis quaid right sign me the fuck up right i'm like if i you know looked like that the red lips at the pool oh, like oh red lips what at the more pool? could you ask the for? hat at the pool the little black dress the hat i mean you know what's crazy is that i was just thinking about this in that movie she's 26 and I'm Ooh. currently 26. Maddie, so that's, that's dark. So nasty. That's dark. I hate right? there. I don't like to think about that. Yeah, so she's that younger than you. I'm older than Meredith Blake. That makes yeah. me physically nauseous. Welcome I to reality, like, Joe. <laughs> I don't like this reality. <laughs> I'm like, where's my Dennis Quaid, though? Also, she, like, owns a marketing PR something or other. Like, she's, like, a kind of a badass. They, like, touch on that briefly, right? Like, she does something. Yeah, with, like, she's... His marketing, like she does something like that, which like what yeah. a career queen. We love that. She's honestly I think like, she's a little self-made also. Yeah. We, we stand Meredith in this house. Honestly, justice for Meredith Blake. I think that she's getting the justice she deserved. Everyone loves her now. Yeah. The Meredith really Blake is. fashion was so trending last fall. 
Oh my God. And it's like, just, it's like the best, like up until now, I'm so glad people are appreciating it because it was underrated for sure. A hundred percent. I also would probably freak out the same way if I woke up in the middle of a lake on a mattress. Like I would also have yeah, the same, same panic. And Listen, like, I don't eat trout either. So no, I don't she, when was she wrong? When was she wrong? Someone let us know. When was Meredith Never. Lake wrong? <laughs> Make Meredith Lake right. Honestly. Right? Oh my God. All right, Maddie. Well, <laughs> we really uh, we covered a lot here. Look how serious we were. We, we had always a good, do. like 20 minutes of like very serious conversation. We did. We we talked, we sang, we covered some, you know, nostalgic pop culture. We fit in so much. What else? That's all we need. Honestly, what else would people want out of a fashion episode? Like, you're welcome, audience. Right. Yeah. My God. My God. All right, Maddie, let's wrap this up. Thanks so much for all joining right. me. And thank you for having me. Thank you. So much fun. Everyone, enjoy your summer fashion. I hope you enjoyed the episode. I know I sure did. If this episode gave you any value or you're liking the show in general, please do not forget to rate, review, and subscribe. It really makes a huge difference for our show so we can keep growing and bringing the content that you love. If you want more info, you can find us at The Every Girl Podcast on Instagram or theeverygirlpodcast.com. Talk to you next week. up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week kiki palmer here and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free hello fresh jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. now that's music to my mouth hello fresh let's get this dinner party started discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com